This episode of The Movie Men is brought to you by media sales consultant Tim DeArmond. Your source for daily traditional and digital marketing insights and advice. For more information, check out the link posted in the show notes below. Hello, and welcome to the Museum Men, where we look at life, culture, and history from a fun point of view. Joining me today is Brady and Pete. Welcome, Brady and Pete. Hi, it's, uh, I'm excited to be here. It's, uh... Thank you, Nigel. That was a great introduction. Nigel, that's... <laughs> that's fun. Uh, well, uh, hey, and welcome to another episode of... The Movie Men The Movie Men, not The Museum Men. As exciting and riveting and grab you Mm. by the things that should be grabbed, that would be... uh, Horns? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, Yeah, welcome. welcome. It's it's 8 a.m. It's very early. Not 7. It's not 7. We were supposed to record at 7, but sometimes when you schedule unprofessionals um you run into time delays and things like that i resent that (laughs) pete pete what do we have in the way of uh of housekeeping today housekeeping okay so everyone uh if you're listening like follow subscribe on wherever you're listening or wherever you follow us on social media important links will be below and if you're not listening please do it anyways just do it anyways just it doesn't take long leave us a good review um we have an announcement. We're having another giveaway. Another so giveaway. So we had a how yeah, does okay we had a Halloween. How do I giveaway. get some? You funny you should ask. Yeah, Kyle. you follow us on Patreon for a dollar a month. That's mm. it. Yeah. Holy crap! That's, that's it. like nothing. Wow, yeah. we didn't even like. You could, he's, he's reading that <laughs> just like it's written on the page. That's amazing. <laughs> Good for you. Um, but yeah. So it's just like our other contest. There are going to be two prizes. And this time, each prize is worth more than $20. Almost $25 a piece. We'll uh, share some pictures on what's all involved in the prizes. But all you have to do is just sign up for our Patreon. And um, if you're already a Patreon supporter, you're automatically entered into the draw. So with two prizes, your odds are pretty good of winning. Yeah. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, we will do the draw on December 24th, Christmas Eve, so that we mm-hmm. are officially the best present that you get uh, and the first present <laughs> that you get. Uh, without going into too much detail, I can tell you that uh, Pete has sent me a picture of the prizes, and mm-hmm. there's things like like chalk, like nice chocolate, and yeah. kettle cooked chips and yeah. maybe a bottle of wine uh yeah. and so yeah. yeah if you're not currently following us on patreon one dollar one dollar mm-hmm. a month gets you entered into the conference. yeah and i mean you've already shelled out for yeah. a disney plus subscription so really what is like this is <laughs> this is just you know the yeah. next in addition in addition to the chance to win some amazing stuff you also get access to our bonus show which is an incredible once a week show uh where we just go a little bit sure. deeper into the meaning of life so that's something yes. you don't yeah. want to miss or maybe you do but um yeah you know which which is why which is why supporting us and not listening to the bonus show is also an option 
Um, we have one more piece of housekeeping, Brady. What What do we need to uh, do? We have more than one, but hey, it's oh, the well. first of the month. Um, mm. Actually, the first of the month, um, meaning yeah. that we owe a big shout out to all of the people who mm-hmm. are following us on Patreon at a tier three or higher. Um, right. So, Daphne. Come yeah. on down. Definitely. You're the next contestant yeah. on our biggest fan. Shout out. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. So thanks thank again, Daphne. Thank you. Thank you for continuing. Unless you've canceled. Unless you've canceled. So I haven't looked in the last couple of days. So Daphne, yeah. if you've canceled and you're no longer supporting us, then disregard what we've just said. But if you're still following us, <laughs> then thank you so much. Thank you're you. our favorite. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, another piece of housekeeping. Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, all of those links are posted down below. And the best way mm-hmm. to stay up to date on what's happening with the movie men, uh, including being able to vote on our um, our movie votes when we put one of those up. We've started um, in the last couple of weeks, we've uploaded some somewhat controversial um, polls, of which we will talk more in next week's uh, Christmas episode. Um, but yeah, mm. so it's just a great way to engage. We, you know, we're constantly posting things, asking, um, asking for your involvement. And so that's kind of fun. Uh, the one last thing that I can think of is right. it's it, the Christmas season is nearing and, cr- is. and the Christmas season is, uh, obviously all about material things and presents and uh some some might argue and yeah well some might be wrong um <laughs> it's about shopping ladies some, and gentlemen some might be happy yeah and if you have an issue with shopping and that issue mm. is that you don't shop enough then what you really need to do right now is head over to the link posted down <laughs> in our show notes titled merch uh we now have a <laughs> merchandise store launched with 28 different products Mm, everything from t-shirts to hoodies to uh mugs to like it's tattoos like temporary wash on tattoos no that's not true that'd be wicked though that would be actually cool yeah pete's gonna look into that today anyways uh (laughs) yeah so as as previously mentioned um sort of involuntarily we have a guest today Mm. Yeah, yeah, we do. I'm not going to say who we, is it. I'm not going to say we're not alone in the universe because is it Steve? Just, oh, you know, sorry. Is Steve I mean, I'm, here? I'm not okay. sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back mm. to the show for the second time. Ever since his incredible starstruck debut in A New Hope, mm. one of our like a, a one of our more popular episodes. Uh, so take that for yeah. you know with a grain of salt uh carl mm. eastman oh it's me ha! Yeah. hi everyone hey how's <laughs> hey. it going podcast universe <laughs> likes me apparently it's well that's apparently odd and kind of creepy either that Get or out of my house your mom doesn't have a lot to do other than listen to <laughs> that episode on repeat yeah. on on repeat yeah well it's still not my wife emily so of, of all the <laughs> yeah she still doesn't listen Ooh. what's funny is uh and maybe i don't know maybe i'm outing someone hereby anyways after we recorded that episode where you said you know uh my wife doesn't really listen to your show she gave it a try she doesn't like it or you know whatever she doesn't like podcasts in general carl's wife facebooked me and said 
I'm sorry about what Carl said <laughs> about me on your show. I feel bad. And I was well, like, no, 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 I'm she, not. She I, didn't watch the show. I I told her as soon as I oh, got okay. home. Yeah, so no, no, no. I no, said, I was, hey, I gave you a shout out. It, it kind of came off a, not the way I was hoping because of what I said. And I told her exactly what happened. But yeah. she's an awesome mm-hmm. woman and she forgave me shortly after. And leading up to this episode, that sounds, leading up to this episode, like she's digging yourself out of a trench. Actually, so leading up to yeah. this episode, she said, "Don't, don't, don't shout me out again, please." And then, like the next day, she's like, she goes, "You know what? Take take back what I said. If you don't say something about me, it'll seem weird. I'll I'll feel really bad. I I like that you said something about me, even if it." Fell apart. No, not the, didn't go uh, come out the way you wanted to. Aww. So, so Emily, she's awesome. Emily, if you're you're not listening, but <laughs> she's, she's not, not listening. listening. But she's not. But you know, you're great. Thank you for the cake last night. It was delicious. Um, mm. so Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I mean, so Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, we've been we've been Sith. reviewing some Star Wars. Do films. it. Do it, do it now. Oh, yeah, there it is. Do it. Do it. Um, do it. Roll it again. Uh, we. Pardon? What? Hmm? What? <laughs> um, what was that? Part? We've been. It's from the. It's See, that's like. That's D23 Star Wars fandom. That's not the movies. That's, mm. uh, that's a level okay. that you're not worthy of, apparently. Um, apparently. We, yeah, we've been. I, there's a movie coming up in less than a month. 20 days. From the day of release of this episode, Star Wars Episode Nine is in the theaters, uh, which is kind mm. of mind blowing. Um, and so we've been reviewing all of the the Skywalker saga, the the episodic Star Wars films, leading up to its release. And mm. um, we've been doing it in order of release, and yes. we are now on um, Episode Three. Three. Yeah. yeah. Our sixth our sixth Star Wars episode. That math doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. That's Lucas math. That's Lucas math. That's, that's <laughs> Lucas theory. Yeah. So uh yeah, Revenge of the Sith. This uh, so l- mm-hmm. let me preface this. Okay. I have uh and we'll talk about we'll talk about this more in the bonus episode. I have been watching mm. them uh with my girlfriend in for the very first time in my life in chronological order. Oh, so you started with episode one. You started with episode one, two, three, mm. solo, Rogue One. Even though we're Ooh. not revealing those, or even though we're not reviewing those ones, um, just kind of right. was like, you know, right. well, what happened was, so we we went we went from episode three into episode four, and about fifteen minutes into episode four, we we decided, like, man, it'd be <laughs> really like because we're doing this in this linear story fashion. Really, what we should be watching right now is Rogue One, because it leads right, right. into this one. And right. and then all of a sudden we're like, well, actually, really, if you want to get technical, we should be watching Solo. And so then we watched Solo, and then we watched Rogue One, <laughs> and then went back and watched A New Hope. And it's been like this really bizarrely. Solo takes place after Episode Three. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I we watched you said it. Yeah, you should have mm. watched it first, and then no, 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 one. before yeah. Episode Four. My bad. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So anyways, uh, that's been really, it's been, it's been interesting. We'll talk more about that in the, in the, we'll talk more about the right way and the wrong way to watch Star Wars mm-hmm. in, uh, in the bonus show. 
Yeah. Um, so so hmm. stay tuned for that. Um, Buckle up. Buckle yeah, up. I have a lengthy list. Normally, I don't really make a list. I have notes cool. on my phone to impress an emperor. I also came very nice. prepared to defend Chewbacca. I mean, talk about Star Wars. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like when should we? When are we, yeah. we going to clear when the do, air when on we, that? When should we? Let's save before. it for the bonus episode because we'll, we'll, yeah, even we'll, though Chewbacca makes an appearance, it's it's still no. It's still I, more. I feel like I want to get. I want to have this discussion on. I think the normal episode. Oh, okay. But why? Well, why do you want to subject? So more than three people angry? hear it. So more than like yeah. Pretty much. I'm down. <laughs> All right. Let's throw down. All right. <laughs> Good. Let's, let's, we'll deal with it at the end. We'll deal with Revenge of the Sith first. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, you must deal with the Sith before you deal with the Wookiees. <laughs> <laughs> one, does, one does appear a more imminent threat, I guess. Um, so, right. uh, so, yeah, I've got, I, I mean, I, I've got too many things here to talk about right off the bat. Sure. Um, so I'm just gonna put yeah. I'm gonna put one thing out there. Uh, sure. Well, two things, because one isn't really one's just kind of a funny thing, and then the other I think could be a discussion. Sure. The first yeah. the first thing that I noticed and wrote down, like I'm just typing things out on my phone as I watch the movie, and um, sure. <clears throat> as one does, as one does, uh, which drives me nuts because normally like a movie, especially a movie like Star Wars, deserves my full attention. Um, mm. especially Revenge of the Sith, which is such a good movie. Spoiler alert. Um, hmm. The elevator scene. That's where you're right. gonna start. That's where I'm gonna start. When they're that's, when that's pretty mm. deep into the movie. When when no when Anakin <laughs> yeah. at, at the beginning of the movie when Anakin it's, and Obi Wan are. It's still like five or ten minutes in. There's the whole scene the buzz of them droids, the buzz and, droids, yeah, star which is cool. And, like that's an epic fight. Yeah. Obi-Wan not liking flying again. and Yeah, yeah. This is why I hate yeah. blast. This is why I hate flying. Um, but uh, no, so they're in the, this is just stuck out to me. They're in the elevator, right? Okay. And it comes to a grinding halt. And Obi-Wan looks at Anakin and says, did you press the button? And Anakin says, no, did you? And I'm just picturing like, in that moment, the only appropriate thing for Obi-Wan Kenobi to say is, yes, Anakin, I pressed the button, and then I forgot. <laughs> so I asked you. Like, is it not... I'm sorry. Is it not implied if there's two of us in the elevator and I'm asking you if you did something? That implies, hey, it wasn't me. Uh... <laughs> like, what the hell I is suppose, that? That's yeah. like well, it, the it most just... force-sensitive yeah. being in the universe, my ass. I think it's got more because ob- he knows obviously that Anakin didn't do it, and this this kind of right. come this it's more rhetorical. It, yeah, it's this like this whole movie we get to see. Mm-hmm. Well, even in the other ones, Obi Wan has got this kind of lighthearted goofiness to him. True, where he True. he's he's a little playful and almost everything he does because he's that's who that's his character. So it's more of a hello there. It, it yeah, well, hello his, there. the jesting that him and it kind of shows that friendship that the two of them have where they kind of they're in a horrible situation but they still find some fun yes anakin i did press the button from a certain point of view (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, like you know, I, I'm just yeah, like the whole thing. I'm just watch. That's I'm good. just watching it, and I'm like the whole thing in general is. is like you know. Did yeah. you press? Did you well, press the button? And it's, it's yeah. <laughs> master, the button is in front of you. Did you see me reach over and press the button? Yeah. Well, it's like well, even <laughs> later on, they get caught in that uh, force field, and they're like, "We're smarter than yeah, this. How did this how, happen? How did this happen? We're smarter." It's like than they yeah. know that crap happens that they, they just he's just goofing off right which is interesting because i also wonder like another thing i read into that scene is they've got palpatine with them um and mm-hmm. so i think that's also a commentary on the mind games that he's like the interference right. that he's running with their right. you know force cause, powers, cause, yeah because we see that to sense the force and not get caught and not get right. the ability to sense the force and not get caught the ability to sense the force and realize that you know Mm. four or five years earlier a freaking clone army had been built and they had no idea the ability to sense the fact that they are literally rescuing walking alongside the sith lord yeah and they've and they can't detect that right and it which is such a because every other time like you're you know in your ability a, a jedi's ability to sense negative energy around another being is is huge right they yeah. use that all mm-hmm. the time but it just goes to show how mm-hmm. powerful sidious was sidious and is. how much yeah. planning right. and prep he put into ma- not only mask his presence and his but but diminish the ability of the jedi to use their powers not not just a jedi it, but yeah. the jedi and i'm interested to see because <clears throat> there's that famous line where they're at the opera, just speaking to his powers here, where he's like, he, when he's talking about Darth Plagueis, where he's like, he could save others from death, but not himself. And I'm curious how this is going to play into episode nine in a few weeks, mm. if he is actually able to save himself from death, and if he is in episode nine. In the ex- I think that in, the, in Legends canon, he he cl- he cloned mm-hmm. himself several times. Mm-hmm. When so when he died, really? so when he died in. Uh, mm-hmm the episode six he Mm -hmm. enacted a sort of a plan b plan that he one of his clones was activated and then when that clone died another one was activated and so it just kind of Hmm. until they destroyed the but that's legends yeah that's That's legends it doesn't count anymore so uh, it will be like you're saying it will be interesting to see how they tie palpatine in so sorry your your question pete was you're curious to see if who's in episode nine Palpatine. Oh, he's he, or, oh yeah. yeah, he's definitely in episode nine, in the flesh. Yeah, so I, I guess I was just commenting on like we're talking about his power, and it'll be interesting to see like obviously his power is that he's able to overcome death. Yeah, unlike Darth Plagueis. And, and I mean, depending on you know like Darth Maul's is alive, and yeah. not only was he thrown down yeah. an equally large shaft, but he was <laughs> cut in two. <laughs> Yeah, just seconds right. before it well, happening. So, I, and Luke fell down a shaft. And Luke fell down. So falling down a shaft is not a death sentence in does, Star Wars. No, <laughs> in fact, it's a recipe for a better story. Yes, apparently. No. <laughs> but 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 when you th- go down a shaft and there's like an explosion, yeah, that is a <laughs> that, little that's, damning. But it's, damning. But, it, but it's not like a fiery. Like it's it's a it's, it's no, an explosion no. of a nature to which we don't have a True. whole lot of context yeah. for. Yeah, that. But that's fair. Um, yeah. 
which has led to like you know yeah people's ability to survive things in star wars has led to all kinds of theories like the theories that uh which samuel l jackson is a big proponent of that mace windu is totally still alive yeah which i'd love right why why wouldn't he be so he got he got his hand cut off we know you can survive that he got force electrocuted um but i mean luke survived a lot luke survived a lot more force lightning than windu got there uh and yes he gets shoved out a window but you know jedi like okay so as he's falling he like as he's approaching the ground he just force pushes against the ground to slow himself down a oh, little bit you don't not even that mm-hmm. you can just look back to episode two and anakin just yes. casually hopping out of the speeder yes. at the beginning of yep. the sh- ep- exactly movie. yep right and he he hit that speeder pretty freaking hard and he, yeah. he's all right yeah well jedi, Which you could argue jedi don't have ribs yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jedi, jedi are able to sustain themselves and do all kinds of crazy stuff that you have right. is, is implied in the movies or not even shown in the movies yeah uh mm-hmm. the other thing i wanted to mention um i didn't think i didn't think the elevator thing was going to turn into a discussion <laughs> but uh <laughs> the other thing i wanted to mention is i feel like it, in in the prequels in each episode mm. they have increasingly shown us more and more how big of a badass r2d2 is because like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know in in the what do you mean yeah no what do you mean yeah, in the in in, in, in episode you, in episode like, in episode yeah. one we see him like cruising along the outside of that ship fixing it yeah. and that's so cool in the second one we see him like we see the introduction of wow he's got like jet thrusters and he's you know mm-hmm. like wow in this one the fact that r2d2 fully takes down two super battle droids with the whole oil slick and then the flame thing is like that's such a great shot of him just like you know it like giving him his his hero moment right i mean it's a little set up like if those droids are following protocol they would just shoot the crap out of r2 and he wouldn't have gotten within like oil shooting range but it is are you assuming their protocol yeah, why why do you hate Star Wars? <laughs> and all you seriously have though, my they're, they're they're a protocol like they're not they're not protocol droids, but I know what you mean. They're saying they they have programming, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> like sorry, they're if not, they're following their organizational policy. But they're they're some like the droids some droids are told to capture, right? Like they're kill on site is not a a mandate for for droids it all depends on what their masters mm-hmm. are telling them to do yeah, it's your, not ingrained i think in their i think we're getting lost kill. in semantics you here. need to yeah, set your blaster to stun i i, yeah. I just think you're well, reading too much into what a droid is supposed to do in terms of being a battle <laughs> droid right I, man yeah. the, the, this is going to actually <laughs> set up well for our next episode on pot or uh motivations of droids yes yeah <laughs> Yeah, the the uh, the twelve part series. Um, <laughs> so we uh, watching Space Odyssey. Are you? Yeah. So Art. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I just think R two's got such a great you know. And and I will yeah. say a um a medal that Star Wars holds over any other film. Of. Uh, of all the different sound design clips of all the different sounds that have been produced specifically for film right 
whether it's um you know just anything whether it's the sound of a of a lightsaber turning on or some other non star wars whether it's the batarang ricocheting off of something r2d2's scream like when he's <laughs> when he's freaking out when he's like sliding along the floor or something he's like Whoa. Yeah. That to me is the greatest engineered sound in cinematic history. That's it is the sound. best, like, just audible. Yeah. When he you, comes flying through that door, yeah. <laughs> the droids, you don't know the droids Boom. are behind him yet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Anyways, he's in a rush. <laughs> so that's that's my that's that's you know that's my intro. Mm-hmm. Cool. You've hmm. got a you've got a lot of notes there, Carl. Yeah. Well, I I went back. Most of these, half of these notes are from episode one and two because I decided to go back and watch them again. Mm. Yeah, but just kind of cool. just kept more cliff notes just in case we. I know you guys did it already, but I want to have yeah. no, no, some no. notes in case we go back and touch on up to speed. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm caught up. I'm yeah, right there yeah. with you guys. Yeah. Hmm. What are your thoughts, Pete? What do you want to? You, um, you got any? Yeah, I mean. Got any more Star Wars so, hating things to say? <laughs> well, you actually, know he does. <laughs> the funny thing is, I this has been my favorite episode historically. But upon this like review, like most recent viewing, I think I episode two clones has squeaked out just a little bit higher than Revenge of the Sith. Really? Are you ill? Like what? I'm not. Yeah, because yeah, it's for the I'm, prequels. This is definitely my favorite and still stands. And historically, and I'm not saying it's not, I'm just historically, this was my favorite. And I think Attack of the Clones is either equal or maybe a slight bit ahead. That's but, interesting. Um, yeah, so, so, it's so good. Do you, are we going to go through the movie from beginning to end or do, are you going to just kind of punch holes wherever you want here right now? I mean... Oh, my- I don't have... I, for the record, I'm not punching holes. Like I, I enjoy this movie. This is, if not my favorite, one of my se- like my second favorite of the prequels. Yeah, yeah. Pete, Just for the record, would you like to crush my childhood chronologically, or did you have a different approach? You want to sort of chicken peck your saying. way through my happiness? Like what's? Uh, I mean, my okay. notes are chronological because I wrote them as I was. So are mine. So saying. maybe we should just go through yeah. chronologically. Okay. Sure. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't Can know I to... start? This is okay. I will start with a flaw. Okay, but it's not a storyline. Like, it's just a little tidbit. All right. Why do Jedi need lightsabers to cut handcuffs off? Like, it's it's kind of this. <laughs> no, listen. It's a hear good me. Question. Oh, this is the same flaw as Harry Potter needing glasses. Use a spell to correct your eyes. With the Jedi, use the Force to remove the handcuffs. Like this, like even in Attack of the Clones, when they are at the um, Gladiator Arena in G- on Geonosis, like Obi Wan and Anakin couldn't cut their hands off till they had a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Like you can move. Uh, a, yeah. Anyway, I would say it's it's. There's probably some complicated canon answer that I don't know. Some someone will have answered <laughs> sure. that. Someone yeah. will have yeah. given a it's you know. it's probably something to do with the type of handcuffs, like the handcuffs wow. are the kind, the kind of metal. It's too complicated or... to to just yeah. wave your hand like you do at a door when you're going to grocery yeah. shopping. I don't know. That's a good question. Or like um, when you're lifting but... an X Wing fighter, like you can move like a twenty ton piece of equipment yeah. but not I, little handcuffs. I would, I'm gonna guess that I and I'm I'm gonna say that this is a really safe assumption that it's because just waving your hand at a 
complicated locking mechanism and to mm. getting it to open is is too difficult like so, it would take way too much so it's it's i think it's like the same reason that jedi don't use more force powers against other jedi in the middle of a duel is because it takes a mm. lot more concentration and stuff to to do that because we don't really see that till Obi or um, till Yoda and Dooku face each other. Yeah, and like it's like only they like the put most their lightsabers away most powerful. to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fair enough. Did you the, now? Have you done your due diligence? Did you try to look up an answer to this, or did you just go, "Ooh, that's ammunition"? No, it like I when I'm watching these movies, these little plot holes. When I watch a movie. It, a can canon shouldn't bail out a movie's flaws. So, saying that there's an answer online is just kind of like a cheap cop out. Well, okay, okay, but I would say I get what you're saying, and I sort of agree. Um, mm. But I would also say that maybe like movies like uh, like I could go through Lord of the Rings and I could punch out the same flaws. Um, Fair. And Fair. but then yeah. the answer is okay. But because this is a massive, expansive universe with all kinds of lore, there is actually yeah. an answer to that. Yeah. There is actually a, and I mean the same goes the same goes for everything, right? Like take any True. historical, uh, you know, take it take War and Peace, right? Is War and Peace? War and Peace is factual, right? Yeah. If if you were to read, I've never read War and Peace. If you were to read War and Peace, I'm sure there's like. Uh, there's gaps in there. There's things that go, wait a second, but what, you know, does that, that, why did that happen? And you go, well, there is actually supporting text. Like, you know, we can back this up with other things to explain why that happened. Same thing, anything, Mm. the Bible, I think the greatest sold book of all time, you'll read through the Bible and you go, that's got some loopholes. Yeah. I don't understand. Like what? Mm. That seems weird. But then you go, well, we actually have, we have years and years of like supporting text and research and all this stuff, which kind yeah, which adds context and helps us better understand. Right. So I would say like, if you sit down, you know, if, if you were to sit down and watch the new men in black movie and go, wait a second, that's, that's a plot hole. That doesn't make any sense. Then yeah, it's like, okay, well this movie just flat out has plot holes, but in something like star Wars, um, there's more suspension of disbelief there's more suspension of disbelief there's a grander universe that's explaining away a lot of that shit and i also feel like ultimately um as far as um plot hole sins go Mm-hmm. why could they not take their own handcuffs off is pretty minor like, yeah right like I it's, think, oh, it's I not think consistency like consistency is important as and well it, like no yeah. other time in in the entire star wars series i don't i think do we see a jedi remove mm-hmm. their own handcuffs using the force right luke For luke sure. on luke on tatooine being taken to the sarlacc pit he's got cuffs on which yeah. he doesn't remove right yeah, yeah. And yeah, no, this isn't if, a major plot a, hole. Yeah, this isn't the reason that I don't does, like it. It's more of a, it's more of a. Oh, he's really powerful to be able to do that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't think people hate the prequels because of either. handcuffs. No, <laughs> someone out there does. Someone, someone's gonna be like, <laughs> someone's like, well, Pete. <laughs> yeah, someone's like, man, I've been discriminated against. I'm not listening to this terrible show anymore yeah. um, right, moving on from handcuffs moving yeah that's, that's a lot of that's, talk about that's a lot of talk about handcuffs. <laughs> again kind of like brady's point i didn't intend for it to be like a five minute uh, debate right but we're uh, talking about star wars so we can get mm-hmm. deep in all the minor things that's so, one of the great things yeah, about it so general grievous's uh 
bodyguards have this is the what's cool is this is the first time in star wars that we mm. see another weapon which mm. can go hand in hand with a lightsaber yes. Yeah. And as a and kid, that was amazing. Vibro stats. Well, amazing and kind of terrifying because you're True. like, whoa, yeah. wait a second. Everything <laughs> I know about a lightsaber has now been brought into question. Like, right. it's not the end, be all and end all yeah. weapon. There is right. stuff out there that can stop it. Yeah. So that yeah. was a cool little fun side tidbit. Uh, if and, you and even the, those droids, like, even uh, when you, you go ahead. decapitate them, they continue to <laughs> they fight. They kept going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, I guess, which is the thing about a droid, right? Is that you're, yeah. you know. Uh, no, interesting little, if you watch the bonus features of um, of this movie, it's interesting that uh, those droids were one of the original potential concept designs for General Grievous himself. Interesting. So, you know, that's just hmm. a, that's a yeah. fun little tidbit. Cool. Cool. Uh, I, I have a question, but I feel like it's a big question. Sure. Do you think, are you prepared for this? I hope so. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm on the edge of my seat and I'm really going to fall off, I think. Do you think, because we don't ever, like, until the end fight on Mustafar, mm -hmm. nobody's flat out looked at Anakin and said, you are the chosen one. Do you think he knows? <laughs> Yo, yeah. What do you mean, but does based, he know? But based on what? Um, it, based yeah. on the fact that everybody said it in the first episode. To him? To him. To him. Not, Not to, him. to him. To each other. Like, right. the Jedi... But never once to Listen to, what Car Listen to what Brady's asking. Does How? Anakin know that he yeah. is the chosen one? Of course. Exactly. He spent his life growing up in the temple. Right, so he's going to just be like reading, every other. Jedi. He's going to know about it because no, but it was Jedi, at closed. It, it was at closed council meetings where they always yeah, said he was the chosen one. It wasn't like on the PA system. No, it, yeah, and and my 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 per, my understanding of the prophecy is that mm -hmm. like this is sacred ancient Jedi text. My understanding right. of the prophecy it's, is that only though. that only the masters it's on the council though. have actually it, read like the prophecy. Canon, canon, it's not, but which we don't get in the movies. But what we yeah. get in the movies is this um, the sense from um, Anakin that he should be more. He, ta he talks the, about, I'm, I'm more powerful two, than this. Episode I'm... three, he's got mm -hmm. this, inf he has an inflated s sense of who he should be and what he should be. But that's not, and that but there's a difference that between that. Because every, knowing, you, no. Every human being has a sense of I could be doing more with my life or I am more powerful than this or I'm better than what I'm doing at this point. He's not saying I am the chosen one. I am supreme. Like I should be supreme. I think what we see in those previous episodes is more just like inner kind of just human kind of reflection. I kind of agree. I, I, I kind of agree. I and I, and I, I think it for two reasons. One is... Yeah, otherwise I feel like in Attack of the Clones when he's in mm -hmm. his uh, son's future tinkering shop and, and he's, having a, he's having a mini meltdown and he's talking about like, you know, I, I'm more powerful than this. I, you know, yeah. I should be, I'm stronger than this, or, you know, whatever mm -hmm. else. I feel like that would have been the perfect, if he knew that he's the chosen one in mm -hmm. that moment, that's yeah. what you say. You go, exactly. I'm the freaking chosen one. I am, you know, I am, I'm the one that they're, they're all depending on me. They're, they're at my mercy. They need me. But it's from, from a writing standpoint, 
why do you have to why do you have to blatantly <clears throat> say that it's like oh come off it it's it, the prequels you no. want to talk about screenplay <laughs> so I, so well I'm, played, I'm serious yeah. like it's not the best written stuff but george lucas never wrote anything blatantly explaining stuff except for midichlorians and most of a new like, hope <laughs> a new hope is pretty well, like that's setting the stage for a lot of stuff uh, though but I, like you, you know like it from 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 a, a writing standpoint sometimes it's better to show it than for somebody yeah, to I don't say know. it i i have to fundamentally believe that yoda Mm-hmm. would take the stance of nobody tell him it is too dangerous for yes. him to yeah. know yes too much about your own future first of all yep. we've seen that yes. and uh and and but just too much like that i feel like yoda would have this whole philosophy about the negative effect that knowing that you're the chosen one will have mm-hmm. on your ability yeah. to be a, a, a jedi i think yeah. it's I think because he knows, that's why we, he's got this inflated self sense of self. Uh, Possibly, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It's interesting. It's, like, it's something it's, else to look it's up. Why it's an interesting he, question. He feels so conflicted about a lot of things around the Jedi Order holding him back. There, because because why was why did the Jedi not want to train him? Because they thought he was too, he was old, too old and it would be mm. too dangerous. And Yoda so, sensed so, much. Dar- they sensed much darkness, fear, yeah. and yeah. much. You know, they're yeah. like, yeah, they have yes, reasons. he's the chosen one, or it seems like he's the chosen one, um, but so, something's off. I, I think, like when I watch the movies and I see it from, uh, okay, he knows, and all this anger and for, towards the Jedi holding him back is because they're afraid of him be the power he has because he's the chosen one because because they're not really sure what like they're what uh, it was in this episode like misread the the prophecy the, maybe uh, prophecy could have been yeah. right right like they're not they're not really sure what the prophecy it's a prophecy which it's which, convoluted it, tur- which, to which, begin it, with. which it turns out it wasn't Correct. But it, but it, it was just another great moment of like Yoda. Even at this point, Sidious's mind games has got mm. Yoda questioning himself, questioning right. everything. Yoda's the one going like, uh, "I don't know. Maybe we screwed up. Like I, yeah. I don't even know anymore. Like you know, mm-hmm. I'm so I'm so I don't lost know what and to confused. believe anymore. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, do you do you have any questions on your page there, Carl, or any things that uh, like? I just have some really cool, more like I've made comments about some more kind of deep lore. Um, mm. So things like about why, how Grievous fought Jedi and and hmm. why he ran and why he coughs and stuff like this is this stuff stuff that is some of it's implied in the in the movies without being said, and some of it mm. is is happens in books or other material like TV shows and things right. like the Clone Wars. So like the reason that uh, Grievous coughs all the time is because when he was capturing the uh, Chancellor uh, and being pursued by the Jedi on Coruscant, um, Mace Windu was chasing him and crushed his inner chassis, which caused his, some of his only remaining internal organs to be damaged. Hmm. 
So that's why he he's like, and the reason he ran is because you know like his fighting style, the way the reason he's so capable at killing Jedi is because he puts them off balance and he puts them in a place of fear, which uh, diminishes their ability to use the Force when fighting, and gives him an advantage. And yeah, so I, that's a lot of my notes. Well, he's a really cool hmm. character, and the oh, fact, very cool. like that moment, yeah. it you know, this is the first moment in Star Wars we see a non-force user using lightsabers and kicking I mean, ass, and kicking ass, and the fact oh, that yeah. he's got four sabers, like that whole yes. that moment, and then he's like spinning them and walking towards oh. Obi Wan, and you're like, yep. uh, yeah. okay, what? and <laughs> yeah, Obi yeah. Obi Wan just goes for it. He just like sticks his yeah. saber so, into the middle, and like yeah. you know, and one of my notes is the the reason Obi Wan does so well against a four lightsaber guy robot essentially that uh, is spinning them at beyond visible speeds mm-hmm. uh, is because so like. In Star Wars, there's seven lightsaber forms that Jedi and Sith use. Yeah. And one mm. of those forms is a purely defensive form. Yes. And by Wait, episode Obi-Wan. three, Obi-Wan is the, the considered guy. by the Jedi Council the master of this hmm. form. Nobody has ever do- perform- used it better. Yeah. yeah. And it's a purely defensive form where you wait for an opening. Yeah. Um, and you kind of manipulate your opponent to, which, to make which openings. which they show you throughout his fight yeah. with Anakin too. Yeah. His fight That's why with he's Anakin. Backtracking. Yeah, his fight with Anakin at the end, <clears throat> excuse me, is a is a very defensive fight yeah. on Obi-Wan's he's, side. And he's not he's not being pushed back because he's not capable of standing against him. It's just the way his lightsaber form. And, and well and, and also in that in also in that fight Obi-Wan is uh emotionally oh, struggling yeah. he's, with He's not wanting to hurt Anakin at this as well until the very end. Yeah. Well, even he then, he doesn't want. I, he, he never yeah. wants to. Oh, he doesn't. He leaves him for dead, but he yeah. doesn't kill him outright. Speaking of General Grievous, I, do you? So he's like he obviously he was a a living organism at some point, at and he's point. been and and he's been given a much higher uh, suit and iron uh, higher tech suit and iron lung than Vader's given. Um, because Vader's intentionally given a low-tech piece of crap to keep yeah. him in pain. I think we talked about that before. Yeah, keep him in check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah. do you think? Uh, do you think that? So he's a war general. Sure. Uh, with he, the trade feder with the separatists yeah. and the trade federation. And yeah. do you do you think though? Like, if you're General Grievous, and you're having your remaining working bits, your brain and your, you know, whatever else, your face, put into this uh, this armor, this suit. Do you think there's a moment where you say to the doctors, I feel like my internal organs are a little too easily accessible. Like yeah. the fact the fact that Obi-Wan is able to rip open the, the like chest plate and yeah. just start shooting. And also, like, not only that, but I'm very impressed. General Grievous can take several several blaster hits to mm-hmm. his heart before he actually collapses. <laughs> like, he's like, he, he has to shoot him, like, far. No, it's I mean, I think the, he would have. The chassis completely erupts in flames, yeah, I, and his yeah. eyes also erupt in like, flames. Which, yeah. which I, like, I think he would have, like, like, after one blaster shot, uh, I think he would have succumbed to those injuries Eventually. regardless. Yeah. But the fact that, you know, I mean, if you shoot me and my heart bursts into flames, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. 
I can't speak from experience, but I'm mm -hmm. guessing I go down. Like I, I'm, I'm thinking that's you know. Are you trying to craft a theory where he's still alive for some reason? No, I know. No, I think he's, I think he's no. definitely dead. I think he's definitely yeah. and rightfully so dead. He's, he'll but, be in episode nine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> he'll be in the movie. He'll be in the new trilogy. And the new. Right. Yeah. No, but I, he's he's a cool character for sure. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. very much so. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I feel Padme has a very diminished role in this movie. And I guess she, she has an importance because Anakin is motivated by her. But she has very little screen time. She, like, the nine, and most of her screen time, she's just roommating with 3P, 3PO. And she goes from this influential... Yeah, they've got a bit of, like, a fraternity happening. Yeah. And she goes from this influential politician and character to just like a th side thought on screen. Yeah. I I'd agree. It's unfortunate. She doesn't have more screen time, but, yeah. but I, there's but a I larger understand. story to play. There's so much. Yeah. yeah. Like, to she, tell. The she, yeah there's a bigger story that needs to be she's, told. She's mm -hmm. literally, uh, I would say it's a shame that she's not in it more for sure. But mm -hmm. I, I, but I don't think I would say, you know, ooh, the story is really lacking because we didn't see this from her, right? No. Like, I think we were given the absolute bare essential minimum from Padme that we needed, right. um, because I think it was less about like at this point we've we've spent a whole film explaining the bond between Anakin and Padme. We know how strong that is, um, and in the last film. Yes, there was a bond, but the bond between Anakin and Obi-Wan in episode two is kind of a rocky one. It's kind of like a, an mm. angsty teenager and, yeah. um, rebelling, and, against and you know, rebelling against daddy. Yeah. Whereas in this one, it was, it was in order to really feel the emotions of my favorite scene from any Star Wars movie ever, which we'll talk about. Um, mm. In order to really feel the emotion from the end of this movie, we mm. had to build up and understand the fact that these two have become brothers. Oh yes. These yeah. two, it's, it's a, it's kind of a tough love at times. Mm -hmm. Um, but they, you know, they are, they are friends now. They're, yeah, they're you know, it's they're, not mentor and apprentice. There's more friend. of an equality between them. Yes. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it's unfortunate, um, for mm -hmm. sure. But, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't flag it as a flaw that she's not in the movie. It, it's just unfortunate. What I what I would say is just flawed in the way that it plays out. It's just medically, I don't follow Padme's death <coughs> at all. And essentially, <laughs> she's lost the will to live. Didn't you know that? That's that from a medical perspective. <laughs> from a medical perspective, I don't follow it. But even if okay, you say she's lost her will to live, she still believes in the good in Anakin. Is that not enough to hold on for her to just not completely just cease to live? Yeah, I do wonder that. Like, I do, I, I, I can wrap my head around the lost the will to live thing, sure. um, because it's got other connections to Star Wars, in right. the sense that two days or less than less than forty eight hours after Carrie Fisher passed away, her mm. mother Debbie Reynolds, who's mm. who was just in this extreme fit of. Mm. Um, despair and kept saying, I want to be with Carrie. I want to be with Carrie. Mm. Died. Just died. Didn't kill herself. Died. Yeah. Mm. Um, if Obi-Wan comes back to the ship in one piece and put, brings you onto it, you know, and Anakin and doesn't. Anakin's not there, you know. You, you have, mm. you can make, 
she's probably making some assumptions about what's happened. She's saying there's good in him, but I don't think anyone's actually confirmed to her that he's alive. Yeah. Mm. I, I, yeah. But, and, and so this is kind of what I wonder. I, I wonder if maybe she does know he's alive. And my, so my note on Padme is, do you think, again, this is like, this is another, this is kind of like the, do you think Anakin knows he's the chosen one thing? These, right. I've got, I've got deep philosophical questions for this movie. It's, Brady, um, it's a good question. It's a, do yeah. you, do you think, and if so, to what extent is Padme force sensitive? Not, not to the degree that mm. she could be a Jedi. But I think that maybe she's force sensitive because, and 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 I get this from just one scene when, um, when Order sixty six first gets executed, mm-hmm. there is a scene where he's in the temple, mm-hmm. Anakin's in the temple, and he's kind of, he's hurting, mm-hmm. like he's he's feeling all this pressure and this stress. It's 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 before Mace Windu's killed. It's before mm-hmm. he becomes ju- like just before. Right. Right. Like he's pacing and he's 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 really. And then it cuts to a shot of Padme who's looking out her window. Towards the temple. Um, And she's got this like. Pained, troubled look on her face, like very Mm. deep contemplative face looking Mm. out towards the temple where Anakin is. And I wonder if this is a moment where she's. She I mean, maybe she doesn't even realize what's happening, but she's kind of like sympathy pain through the force. Isn't the temple on fire in no, that scene? No, because no, this, is before, later, this is before. This is a later scene. This is before yes, Order right. Six, just before Order Sixty Six. So I, I, I don't think she's force sensitive. I think that would. Just I would agree. Speak to Anakin's yeah. power in the force and the connection that they have. Maybe he's projecting it. Yeah, like because th- they have they have a connection, um, and I would say. There's probably some form of a so so Jedi's masters and apprentices form for what uh, call, what they call force bonds in lore, um, where they're just so connected and they spent so much time with each other that they can sense each other easily and tell what each other's thinking or gonna do more easily just because through the force because very naturally because of the time they spend together and the connection they have. I would say that. Even though Padme is not force sensitive, mm-hmm. Anakin's power in the force conveys some of that towards her without her be her ability to use the force. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably say no, but I think it's an interesting thought. Yeah, uh, la dee da. He doesn't have a uh, reason. He yeah. just disagrees yeah. for the sake of disagreeing. Oh, if you want, am- so here's my reason. <laughs> I think like in every movie under the sun, when two different character characters are like facing some type of peril. Like, it's just a can- standard cut of showing them both mirroring each other. And I think it has nothing mm. to do with the Force in this case. So you think it's a campy shot? Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Pete, yeah, I, will fair jump, I will jump on your bandwagon. I did find some issues. I did find sure. some weak points, some flaws, some things about the movie that I would, I, you know, that I, I wish weren't there. Uh, one is, I, I've, I am... Always, every every time I watch this movie, I'm always annoyed by the peacock lizard creature that Obi Wan rides on. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, I think the I'm awesome. just like. I think I it's awesome know. too. Okay, yeah. well, that's fine. I I don't know. I just I it's like, it 
yeah i don't know to me it's it's silly um another issue that i found and i'm like uh so this this is this is just straight uh, um straight up a, a plot hole this is this is a, a continuity issue um so, so we'll set the scene obi-wan and yoda are at the temple they've just decoded uh the code to mm. tell the Jedi, stay away. Don't come back to the temple. Right. Um, simultaneously, while this is happening, or, or just before this is happening, um, Palpatine has gone before the Senate and has proposed uh, a galactic empire to which people have accepted with thunderous applause, um, which is it's so interesting to me that, like, yeah, Palpatine's story and his whole like everything he does is so the way he just manipulates incredible everybody in, this. But in the, the galaxy. Yeah, but the fact that like when you were first originally watching episode four, five, and six, there's no way that you would think to yourself, "Oh, well, this is this is an empire that was elected. Mm. Like people voted for this. This is what people wanted." Um, no, but my 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 issue is so Yoda and Obi Wan are figuring out, okay, what do we do next, right? And Yoda kind of says, "I'll go after Palpatine." Uh, you must you must be the one to face Anakin, even though Obi Wan's like, no, I can't, I can't, I can't mm-hmm. send me to you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the issue here is that Obi Wan says, send me to fight the Emperor. I will mm-hmm. go, right? You know, and, and give sound reason, it, right? But <laughs> as I'm watching this, I'm like, Obi Wan would have. So Obi Wan knows him as Palpatine. He knows yep. him as the Sith now as the Sith Lord, mm-hmm. Obi-Wan and Yoda have not been informed about... The, like, uh, Obi- Obi-Wan would not know to call him the Emperor. Right? So the fact that he mm. refers to him as the Emperor in this moment is a plot hole hmm. because, like, literally, literally an hour or two yeah. earlier, this Empire thing has happened... And they haven't been anywhere near. Like they're they're already maybe, kind of in exile within Coruscant. Like maybe they were listening to uh, the local talk four, radio four point seven yeah. on the way CP over 24. to. Uh, That's right. The, yeah. No, <laughs> I don't know. Temple. But yeah, that was just. A, I was like, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know that. Yeah. You wouldn't. Uh, in, so and then my other thing that I think doesn't make any sense, and maybe I'm the only one that picks up on this, but every time I watch the scene where Anakin turns to the dark side, where he he cuts off the hand of Mace Windu and he swears his allegiance to Palpatine. What is up with Sidious's voice? Like, it's like it's being run through... Like, it it is his... The changes in the tone. It is his decrepit kind of voice. But it's Mm -hmm. like it's been... It's it's got like a weird reverby echo... Like oh yeah, thing. like it's yeah. like it's been run through some kind of filter. Like he's talking through <laughs> yeah. a weird PA system. I, I and picked I that up, and I thought it was a little weird too. It's a weird creative decision, and I don't right. know why they did it. So yeah, so my first, I noticed that the watching it this time, and I thought the same thing. Mm. And my like sort of in defense of the movie because. I'm going to defend this movie a lot more than I would episode one or two because I feel this one is, this one's the best of the three so much so that I think it very nicely 
connects with the original trilogy. Oh, absolutely. Like, and, if you didn't and, have and, the uh, Carl, one two, I'm in a, this one I'm in agreement like with you on that, part. Carl. I, I don't know where what this is coming from. I am in agreement of Revenge of the Sith. I, I'm, yeah, like there's I'm very, I have very few issues with Revenge of the Sith. Anyway, yeah. to the Palpatine thing, I think like my first um, um, reasoning in defense of, oh, that's weird. My thought was, oh, well, he's just like been sort of washed with probably a lot of dark force energy with the mace window getting thrown out and Anakin's in like huge turmoil and anger and pain right now. There's a, probably like a lot of dark force energy so you think swirling the force around. Is doing something so I think weird it's, yeah, voice. I think the for, the dark side of the force is causing that sort of equity and, and, and cause, cause, um, He's he's like bathing in it. You like you can kind of sense that he's from soaking the acting. It in. Oh, he's like he's, he's soaking in. in. He's yeah. like his head is back and his arms are kind of yeah. out. Like he's he's being, drinking the cooling, raining down on him. Yeah, yeah. Because because yeah. the voice does, but like because by the time he reaches the Senate and by the time he's doing, it has gone away. Yeah. Well, even by the end of the scene, oh, it kind yeah. of tones down. I I, think, I, if I remember right. I Which, you yeah. have you have made me 100% okay with a scene that has always bothered me. Yeah. Like, just it, like that. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, he's, no, that yeah, works. It's just the way he's, like, he seems to be drinking in mm-hmm. all the anger and pain. Yeah. I'm like, oh, there's a lot of Dark Force crap happening yeah. here, and he's eating it up. Because he does the same thing in Episode 6 right. when when the Skywalkers are together. And, mm. Right. And he's but his like, voice doesn't oh, change there. Yeah. But no. he does kind of, But I don't yeah. think there's as much yeah. anguish happening. I, he's, like, this he's, is a pretty big moment. He's, 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 a he's little, calling down Order 66. He's Jedi a little limp di- by the Jedi time. Jedi are yeah. dying. Anakin's turning. Yeah. There's a lot of hatred going on. See, yeah. I, don't, I've, I don't have a problem with that whole voice changing concept but if i was anakin what i would for for sure have a problem with is in that same scene basically sidious is like well to be honest i don't really know how to save others from death but i'm sure we could figure it out together at that point i would be like f this i'm rage quitting this garbage and i'm like i don't know yeah, I think Anakin but, I mean, is a little naive. But it's still, here. He, but going along with this is still his best. He's 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 acting on emotion, I and know. this is still his only chance. Like I guess it's it's an easy, inkling. It's we're all experts when it comes to hindsight, and so we're all experts when we have the knowledge of all the six films. So I guess that's a fair mm-hmm. point. But it's easy for me to just be like, "Come on, Anakin!" Like <clears throat> that's BS. There's a there's I I really find the uh, the the way they tell. And show how um, Padme is going to die through f- these Force visions, and it's it's Anakin's own doing that's going to cause it. Oh yeah, but he never he never senses that part of the vision. It's it's a tra- yeah. it's a tragic which, conclusion, which, and it's a tragic horror yeah. at the end of the movie that you realize that the fact is he made the dreams a reality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it seems as though which, in your anger, <laughs> you, yeah, you. you uh, <laughs> What? No, that's not possible. No. She was alive. I felt it. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think um, and Carl. I thought what was really interesting. The way she died was through the very first Vader Force choke. Oh yeah, isn't that? I thought that was special. Really interesting. That is special. Carl, do you I think, cool. um, like, 
I don't. Uh, did Sidious plant those dreams in in Anakin's mind to kind of push things along? Like, were, did he plant those dreams as a catalyst, or what? Yeah, some of the some of the lore um, says that he does. Oh, okay. yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. He he's got that much power in the dark side of the force that he can hmm. supersede. So he would have force premonitions as well as to the future. Sure. Right. And because of his connect, so he's got a bit of a force bond going on with Anakin, mm. but Anakin's not aware of it because okay. he doesn't know he's force sensitive. Right. Right. He doesn't know he's the dark Lord, okay. but throughout the, the clone wars, which is a 10 year war mm-hmm. up to this point, pretty much yeah. maybe is that long? 10 years. Yeah. yeah about 10 years, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's, he's built that bond with the pal- with Palpatine and it's a, it is a force bond. So he, hmm. Palpatine has the ability with through the force bond that he's built to be suggestive towards and put pl- thoughts and ideas in Anakin without him realizing it because right. Anakin's not aware of the bond. And so by extension, you weren't on our attack of the clones episode. So do you think or is there known fact that was there some involvement from Dooku or Sidious with what happened to Anakin's mom and kind of pushing that along, or was that just coincidence? Um, I think that's coincidence. I th- yeah. I, th- I think he yeah he didn't mean he didn't want his I think the again I think the thoughts and the dreams were probably from or at least amplified by Sidious, mm. but he didn't he didn't cause her to be captured right. by. The Tuscan, the Tuscan Raiders. Raiders. Yeah, because I I read something and it, it like it wasn't actual canon. It was just online banter about how maybe they arranged to have his mother kidnapped and paid the Sand People to do. It. Sorry, the Tuscan Raiders to do it. No, I, I don't think there's yeah. any credit to that. Okay, yeah, uh, in lore. Fair enough. So let's talk about the opera scene because we're talking about Anakin we're talking yes. about a bond between him and 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 Palpatine. Right. Are we are I'd we go to all that opera. floaty yeah. bubbles yeah. up there? Are we yeah. all, you know, um, yeah. you know, he, he he knew how to manipulate the midi-chlorians <laughs> in order to create mm-hmm. life. Now, are we all in agreement <laughs> that this scene is basically announcing that Plagueis, who was Darth Sidious's master, <laughs> Um, that Plagueis had a doing in the force conception of Anakin. Are you talking about just the movies or lore itself? Whatever. Because lore, he did. Mm. No, I know. But, but but I mean, in this scene, like at this point, <clears throat> that's what everyone gleams from it. Yeah. Because right? mm. yeah. some people will, de- some people still debate it. Some people who just, just stick with the movies go, well, no, you know, I, yeah. I think that's just kind of... Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty blatant in saying creating life. Yeah, yeah Plagueis conceived. It. I am kind of your brother. Yeah. <laughs> in a in a weird my master, step brother, my master, step force my brother. master is your daddy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I do think it's again. It's we're all experts when we've seen the six movies in conclusion and it can be grounded, but when Sidious starts talking about Sith lore and Sith knowledge. Like, how are fire alarms and warning signs and, like, red flags not coming up to Anakin and be like, hmm, hmm, is what I'm doing, is what I'm partaking in, like, (laughs) is this guy a Sith Lord and where will this lead me? Like, what, 
I'm just because throughout this because because as because because Sidious leads this conversation talking about the ability to cheat death. Yeah, and I, so instantly Anakin's all Anakin is thinking blinded. about right now yeah. is like he's only half hearing what Sidious is saying. Mm-hmm. He's thinking about save Padme. Save Padme. And that's fair. Ooh, I wonder if there's a way to save because that's then fair. because his only but, response, his only <laughs> response to this entire story is is it possible to learn this tech? Like he's he's basically blocked everything else out, yeah. and all he's hearing is there's a way to save Padme. There's a way to save Padme, and so but, yeah, and that's when he says, "Is there a way to learn this?" And then Sidious has this great line where he just looks at him and he goes, "Not, not from, from a Jedi." Jedi. So yeah. I'm yeah. I'm in agreement with you like ninety percent, but I'm still arguing that there would be some things that are like the epitome of evil that if someone off. mentioned like. <laughs> And I, this isn't my own thought. This is on YouTube. Um, it's like someone, if you were sitting at a concert and someone just started talking about Mein Kampf and they're like, yeah, I've been reading Mein Kampf. Even if you're thinking about, gee, will this help save my wife? You'd be like, pardon? What? Why <laughs> That's you, a little weird. Why are you reading that? That's, you should, right. what? Like, right. it's a Sith Lord. Sith. Th- th- this this would be one scene that I'm also, that I, that is harder for me to defend and i like have to i have to go out of my way and i I don't know in my mind and dig deeper into lore like your brady your argument helps the scene along oh i would say there's i would say but i would say there's more argument to to it trying to tear it down i would say there's more argument to it than just that though like i would say um i mean palpatine's an old guy He's been around. He's well, been around. And yeah. so from Anakin's perspective, like, and Anakin realizes I'm in, like, in comparison, I'm a young guy. Mm. And so really, like, you know, let me, he's. He's been around, seen some uh, shit. He's, he's been around. <laughs> he's seen some stuff. And, and, and Anakin, like Palpatine doesn't present this as, let me tell you the nitty gritty details that most people don't right. know. He presents this. He do, He says, have you ever heard of the legend yeah of yeah right and so it's basically says you know it it's it's no different than Mm -hmm. me telling a tale about um moby dick Dick. (laughs) no but it's like it'd be no it'd be no different than me saying like have you ever has anyone ever told you about the nazis do Mm. you know like how much do you know about the nazis jeez that's that's not well i was going to talk about a white whale no i mean but if about nazis well we're we're comparing it (laughs) but brady that that comparison falls apart right away when you're like well but you have to understand everything from the nazis point of view there you can't just like no no no, 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 i see brady Brady, no no, hang on i see your point because that's that's how i uh the scene works for me as well but like i said i have it's it's kind of more of a deep lore thing because the Sith have been around for a long time. Right. There's got to be information out there to the general sure. public from historical right. documents yeah. and stuff so, like that. There has right. to be, like you said, like and Palpatine said, legends about right. them that yeah. people can get their hands okay. on. So Pete, I would, that's deep lore stuff. I would consider that kind of deep lore. In that, yeah. in that case, yeah, okay, like, I'm, I'm picking up the, what yeah. you're laying down. Pete, let me defend the whole Nazi thing here okay. for a second. Uh, I, I don't think the argument falls apart because the Jedi, mm. or sorry, the Sith. Something that makes the Sith so terrifying and dangerous is the Sith don't believe themselves to be evil, no. right? Like any great villain, mm. 
thinks that they are good. The the yeah. answer, yeah. right? Well, not yeah, not good is so weird, but yeah, but that basically they're not in the yeah. wrong. Um, and that so to see it from their point of view, mm-hmm. from you a know, certain point from of a view. certain <laughs> point of view. Um, so then, so then you take that and you compare that to the Nazis, mm-hmm. who you know, because of the brainwashing and you know, mm-hmm. and and the the smooth words of Hitler, many of them were just fighting for their truth. Mm. Oh, I, I, I would, I would, I would say, I would say the Sith and, and, and the Nazis are a very strong connection. And and yeah, and I would say it's the same. Like if I, if I said to you, let me tell you about the Nazis, Mm -hmm. that's not you going, Oh, son of a bitch. Are you a Nazi? But, like, so, Brady, I'm in agreement. That's, hey, it's public record. I'm in record. agreement with what you're saying. With what I'm saying is where it falls apart is if you and I were sitting watching the next Star Wars movie and before the credits rolled out, you were telling me how the Nazis were misunderstood, then I would say, hmm, that sounds peculiar. But, I, but and if you, but I'm not saying that this Sith are misunderstood. No, but that's what's what that's what Sidious is doing. Like, he's saying, like, no, if you look at it from a certain point of view, they're not evil. It's just that the Jedi are dogmatic and they're looking from a narrow point of view. You need to, like, the Sith look at it from to that, look, understand yeah, the Force. No, that and, scene doesn't imply that, though. right? But, but, but I would also argue, and this is, I mean, we're we're getting, getting lost like, in the weeds. We need to, we need to get <laughs> yeah, off of this down but, the rabbit but, hole. But, 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 I, but I would say that, but again, I would say that the Nazis did evil of things. I don't think, I don't think the like the individual the majority of the individual nazi soldiers i don't think were inherently evil yeah and it's not implied here that no. palpatine is a sith sympathizer even though he's the sith right. lord no he's he just there's this story about a sith lord who could heal people mm-hmm. and jedi can't do mm-hmm. it that's yeah. essentially yeah. what he's saying and and and, and he's got, and he's got the viewpoint of like you know it's not it'd be one thing if if um master yoda was saying this mm-hmm. to you but Palpatine's not a Jedi. And he's, we, he's not a Sith, yeah. but he's... And Anakin doesn't know he's Well, I mean, a he Sith is a user. Sith, but he's not a, he's not a, you know... He's not known. He's not he's an not advertised added. Sith. Uh, <laughs> but he's also not a Jedi. So it's, 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 you know, you've got someone who, as far as the Force goes, is pretty indifferent, right. is, is pretty neutral. Yeah. Um, and, and then furthermore, like, you know, throughout the Jedi Council, there is, um, there's widespread knowledge, like... Uh, Mace Windu has got strong knowledge of the dark side and the light side. He studied and has studied both. He just uses it like he's well, just not corrupt in his, his use of it. His lightsaber form uh, is form seven, which is traditionally only used by dark for dark side Users. Jedi or yeah. Sith. Mm-hmm. But he's adapted it and, and tra- turned it into his own lightsaber form, which he called Vapad. Where he uses dark side energy, but it doesn't right. overcome him. Which is which is which him. is also the reason why his uh, one of the reasons why his uh, lightsaber crystal turned purple, mm. as opposed to you know it it isn't red, but yeah. it's uh, it's not blue either. Yeah. Because right. in new in new in new, in new canon, canon it's, crystals are kind yeah. of not living organisms, but they are they kind of are yeah. like they're, they're their attuned own, to the force user attuned yeah. And so the reason why all Sith have red sabers is because their um, their hatred and their connection to the dark side has actually corrupted the crystal. It's and actually, caused it to turn red. It's actually f- uh, a little funner than that. Uh, 
they've caused the the crystal to quote unquote bleed. Right. Yeah, they're bleeding. They've yeah. they've they've they essentially abuse the crystal with hmm. force energy to the point where it, hmm. it cries and dies well, and turns yeah, red. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's fun. Um, I'm trying to see, I'm just looking at if there's any other like huge, hmm. uh, Vader doesn't. Oh, um, two, two great lines of Obi-Wan's. Hmm. Uh, uh, no, sorry. One is Anakin's and one is hmm. Obi-Wan's. Uh, this is something I'm. We missed at the beginning. I love Anakin's line of like when Obi Wan's knocked out after the fight with Dooku, and Palpatine's like, "Come on, let's go. There's no time." And Anakin looks up at Palpatine with this "Don't even try me" face and says, <laughs> "And says his fate will be the same as ours." Mm-hmm. And to me, that line is so good, and it just mm-hmm. speaks to the bond between him and Obi Wan, which isn't oh, again, yeah. which isn't protocol. Obi Wan would say, "Stick to the mission." Yeah, mm-hmm. he would, right? Yeah. But Anakin goes, "No, I love you." Yeah, uh, which again talks to you like An- Anakin is less of a, a logical thinker and more of an emotional thinker. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it in, in the in the expanded universe and like the the TV shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. It comes out in the way so like the Clone Wars deals with a lot of larger battles and strategy and battle planning and Obi Wan is a very methodical kind of more of a planned out general Jedi Kenobi. general where mm-hmm. Anakin's like ah oh, we don't have a plan we don't need a plan let's just fly <laughs> by the seat of our pants yeah. and let the Force guide us the the, the other line that I think is really Actually, great Brady before you continue yeah. I, one interesting thing about that line which I agree that is a very cool moment but. The interesting part about it, and I guess it'll become debatable if Palpatine actually isn't dead, but He's when not. he says the the fate I, I'm will so, be the same. I'm so, sorry, I'm so interested in your in your your doubt of the fact that Palpatine is alive in the flesh in this well, new episode. I mean, I have to see him. I have to yeah, okay. I have to see him to believe it. But could be a when, robot. When Anakin says his fate will be the same as ours, all three of them die on a Death Star just on different death stars at different times but they all die <laughs> that's, on a death that's star. interesting that's interesting yeah yeah that's yeah. fun uh, sorry continue that's a fun yeah i never thought of that uh, wow yeah. yeah that's cool <laughs> yeah yeah huh uh i wonder if that's purely coincidental i feel like it is i don't know george lucas it's hard to say had george lucas know. loved the loved foreshadowing and the interconnectedness right, yeah. of the universe despite um, episode one and two he wasn't a horrible screenwriter no and honestly <laughs> episode one and episode one is a great screenplay it's just got you know jar jar pinks in it anyways um hmm. That's a can of worms to open between you two in a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, yeah. the other line, and I don't know why I love this line so much. I think it's just so sassy from Obi-Wan. It's like Obi-Wan's <laughs> sassiest oh, line. Yeah, he's such a sassy guy. Is when, so uh, which one? W- is when they're, when he, they're first confronting each other on Mustafar. Okay. And Anakin says, I will bring peace and order to my new empire. And Obi-Wan goes, your new empire? Like, <laughs> like it's just... Are you that blind? Are you that Sith for how long? And now you think you're the master? Are you that (laughs) stupid? Like your new empire? Yeah. Anyways, I love that. I I thought that line was. I like. I like is sticking to Obi Wan's sassiness. My favorite sort of 
sassy moment, if that's what we're calling them, is when he mm-hmm. jumps down in front of Grievous and he's like, well, hello there. Yeah. Hello oh, there. for sure. He's, which is, which he's is literally surrounded by droids and yeah. this, this well-known Jedi killer. And he's mm-hmm. just like, hey, guys, what's up? Which, which pays homage <laughs> to a line from Alec Guinness in A New Hope when Alec Guinness first rescues mm. unconscious Luke from the Sand People. And right. he turns and looks and sees R2 and he says, hello there. Mm-hmm. Call back. Hello there. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's just really fun. And it's, again, it kind of just speaks to his Which is a great moment for Obi-Wan because Obi-Wan's like, holy shit, R2-D2. <laughs> but he doesn't remember him. No, he does. No, 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 no. We'll get into that. And that, oh, he does. He absolutely does. Okay. Um, yeah. What was I going to... Uh, the music in this movie is amazing. Oh, um, I mean, it it's makes typical, Order 66. It's, yeah. Um, I didn't realize until watching it this time, I never picked up that during that final fight, there mm-hmm. is, uh, during the sequence between um, Yoda and Palpatine, Mm-hmm. We get Duel of the Fates again. Yeah, we absolutely do. Yeah, it, ble- yeah. it bleeds in there a bit. Uh, yep. But more, but more amazingly is like at the end of this film when Leia's arrived on uh, Alderaan with the Organas, and mm. Luke is on um, on Tatooine with the Lars mm. family. Right. When Leia arrives on Alderaan, we get Leia's theme. Mm. And when mm. Luke arrives on Tatooine, we get Luke's theme yeah. hmm. from the original. Cool. And it's just like, it's like, oh man, that's Leia's, that's Leia's theme. That's so, you know, yeah, hmm. to me, that's, that's a lot of fun. Um, what's it, uh, what's, uh, what I think is so interesting about Palpatine and mm-hmm. his takeover is just the, the sheer intelligence of it. Um, and the fact that like order 66 is so genius because he didn't like, yes, they hunt down and kill most of the Jedi, but the reason why, like the, the hinge that the, the thing that his entire plan hinges on is this incredibly swift flip of the switch character assassination of the Jedi before, before killing them. He goes oh, yeah. in front the of the Senate, okay, he, yeah, like the in, with, within the, the character it's, assassination, yeah. within mm-hmm. within a flip of a, a switch, the mm-hmm. entire universe, the yeah. entire galaxy goes, holy crap, the Jedi are evil. So this is actually, yeah. it's actually in the extended universe, It's it go, it builds into this even more where... So like Star in, Wars Legends or canon? Canon. Canon, okay. Canon and Legends to a degree, yeah. Um, actually, in Legends as well. Uh, probably more in Legends because there's more legends material than canon material um at, even at present um because disney's only had a f- really a few years by comparison to to build up their canon since mm. scrapping the original anyway um the the jedi before the clone wars were seen as the peacekeepers peacekeepers yeah they're yeah. They, they were impartial they negotiated they they didn't fight wars wars for the jedi were something from the past since the sith were gone they no longer fought wars and and even when they had to fight even when they had to get a lightsaber out it was aggressive and aggressive negotiations yeah yeah Mm. so um in the clone wars we have the jedi no longer really being peacekeepers they are jedi generals and tacticians Mm. and they are fighting a war they are leading the war. So mm-hmm. throughout the Clone Wars in 
the extended universe, the the Jedi are slowly seen less and less from a favorable standpoint because now they're warmongers. Right. Yeah. They're keep they are they are one of the reasons that this war is continuing for so long. Right? Um mm-hmm. so by the point by the time the uh it gets to the attempted quote unquote assassination of the Chancellor by the Jedi, it's not a far stretch for the galaxy to look at the Jedi and go, that makes sense. Yeah. They're pretty yeah. power hungry at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 so yeah yeah that's incredible and and yeah. and furthermore to to the emperor's just inherent evilness and his genius of this all yeah not only like I it, again it was watching it this time that I realized not only is everybody in the universe kind of um, kind like. It, it, He's playing everyone as oh, far as everybody. the fact that he even oh, everyone. The, both right, sides, exactly. Yeah. That even though the like, fact the that look he's on, on Dooku's face when yes. he yes. says kill him. Kill him. What? Right? <laughs> the fact that he's uh, on, sorry? But, what? but it but it wasn't it it wasn't until you know that I realized just how little in the know Vader even is. Like moving forward, like and so then I'm thinking all you know, all of a sudden to myself, like even by the time Return of the Jedi comes, mm. I don't think that Vader ever finds out quite the extent and the involvement in everything that Sidious had. Mm. The fact that Sidious was behind the Trade Federation mm. and the droids. Hmm. Yeah. And and all of these little tiny details, all of, just all of the strings that he was pulling, I don't right. quite think he's got that knowledge. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and like there are, he's got a lot of strings out there, and I think a lot of stuff doesn't go as he plans. So like I don't, it what it wasn't his plan for Maul to die. Like Maul was was his apprentice. Yeah, mm-hmm. Maul was supposed to be through his by his side through the whole thing, yeah. but he, he he's very uh, he, he I think the genius of Palpatine is that he knows the 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 old adage that no plan survives first contact yeah and mm-hmm. he's very he's he's able to be fluid with his plans and adapt quickly and easily which is mm-hmm. why he's so good at playing people yeah right yeah, yeah for sure um <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. just incredible so i i don't know if you guys have more but i have only a few more i'm, I'm pretty much I'll good as far as my on. notes so that's so, yeah me, i think me so. one of the one of the really cool things i think is is order 66 itself yeah mm-hmm. it's order 66 that that implies that, that very quickly implies what are the other orders yeah that's what i've Ooh. always wondered right yeah so and it's there's actually like you can find the entire list of orders there's actually do you guys want to I'm I'm cutting into your uh, territory here, Pete. How many orders do you guys think these are? These are contingency orders bred into every clone to know on Camino. Ooh, with How the many... exception of three, because those three, if you've watched Rebels, those the, the, I haven't the, watched. The, Rebels. Okay, there are a couple of clones that like found out about the chip inside yeah. of them and like dug the chip out yeah. so that they weren't. Uh, that, that happened in the Clone Wars TV show as oh, well. Okay. All right. Um, 
But so how many orders, and this is a little quiz, so I'm cutting into your territory, Pete. How many no, orders no do you guys think there are? 67. Um, 602. Okay. You're both far off. Pete's closer with the triple digits. Wow. Okay. Not closer oh. numerically, but closer with the triple digits. Oh, 108. <laughs> uh, uh, that's even closer. See, 150. No, that's, okay, hang on. But that's that's bogus. Because <laughs> if if the answer was 101 and I had guessed 99 and Pete had guessed 807, <laughs> you were like, ooh, Pete. Pete, you're close. With he still would have been closer because there's 150. So yeah. there's 150 contingency orders where... Like so, so, it's sort of like when shit hit when crap hits the fan orders. So right? so either way, I won the prizes. Well, and right it makes sense. Yeah. We ju- we just touched on this. Like all these contingencies when plans change in Palpatine, but has this wasn't kind of contingency yeah. plans in order. So, but what's funny is the so who, who ordered the clones? I uh, it, we in it, our, in our last episode, it's it, it's either yeah. Palpatine or Tyrannus. Mm-hmm. It so, could be yeah. So the Sith, the Sith didn't order the clones. The Sith, it was actually ordered by the person they said it was, who was a Jedi, who was a friend okay. of Dooku. But but how mm-hmm. how can that be? Because they it it, it says in this movie um, mm-hmm. that like they they Dooku noticed found a con- out about it. But no no no. Dooku but but but, but Obi Obi Wan says to um, Obi Wan when talking to Mace Windu and the rest of the council says uh, I was under the impression that. Master Sifo-Dyas died several years before that. He, right. or, he so okay, and this this is this is all canon lore. So this doesn't happen. This happens in books and and in, it happens in the Clone Wars. We see it in the Clone Wars TV show too. We meet Sifo-Dyas in the Clone Wars as a Force ghost, I believe, or it, it's a flashback. I can't okay. remember. Okay, and he confirms, yes, I so ordered. Sifo-Dyas was uh, the same age as Dooku. They grew up in the temple together, but Sifo-Dyas, one of his strongest force abilities was premonitions oh, to so the point that the... the point that he was, he was almost kind of crazy right? because of all the premonitions he would get. And the, yeah. the, the elder Jedi kind of didn't take him seriously a lot of the time. Okay. That's fair. Um, but he had this strong premonition about the war and that the Jedi and the, the, the galactic, uh, not the Empire Trade Federation, <laughs> but the galaxy would. There's need a lot of different factions the, in Star Wars. The, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they would need the, these clones would be needed to fight a war, so mm-hmm. he ordered them before his death. And being mm-hmm. a close friend of Dooku before Dooku's fall, mm-hmm. uh, and and Dooku was always kind of a gray Jedi like uh, his apprentice kept him Aquaidon. savvy to it. Kept him savvy mm-hmm. to it, kind of kept him in the loop because they were tight. So and then, Dooku always when Dooku switches him. sides, he's yeah. aware of this army. Yeah. So he starts mm-hmm. taking control of the production, gives the orders that he wants. These, these recruits con- Django contingency orders recruits Django to be the head, the clone. Ooh, um, see, that's cool. Yeah. So that's that's the extended lore. But they, du- Dooku and Sit uh, and Sidious came up with the 150 orders. They oh, okay. buried Order 66 in 150 orders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Not yep. only did they bury that order in it to kind of cast a, a cloud on these orders to, oh, it's not that big of a deal. They're just contingency orders. Mm-hmm. The order, Order 65, guess what Order 65 is? The order right before 66. What? 
Order 65 is the order to turn on the chancellor because the chancellor doesn't have the best interest of is to capture or kill the chancellor because he's going against the best interests of the republic. Hmm. Which which so who put that in there? They did. Yeah. Sidious put it in as a as a scapegoat. Or yeah. a, not as a as a red herring. Yeah. As a the, 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 there's nothing there's nothing important about these orders. Right. They're just contingencies to protect the Republic. So, because, hmm. so, and I mean, that's interesting because then essentially Order 66, like, Order 66 in the clones' minds weren't, Evil. hey, we're switching yeah. now. Yeah, it's not, it's not, we're it's, protecting it's, the Republic. It's, it's, yeah, by doing it, this. it was hmm. the Jedi have turned on us. Yeah. We right. must kill them. Yeah. So, yeah. if the Jedi had known about the orders, which they obviously didn't, yeah. they would, instead yeah. of going to, confront the chancellor they would have just said okay let's enact order 65 yeah yeah and then everything will be good execute order but they, they weren't that they weren't like there's 150 <laughs> orders what jedi's general is gonna go i don't need to memorize these somebody else more important will do that yeah that's yeah. cool all right pete hit us with some trivia all righty um this is an easy one to get out of the way um who uses the tagline i've got a bad feeling about this obi-wan obi-wan when they're flying onto the train. Oh, I've got a bad feeling about this. It's <laughs> such a great moment. It uh, is. Which I, which I don't understand. When they see General Grievous, General Grievous's ship, and then it's like 10 minutes later that they finally arrive at it. I just... Well, there's the buzz droid situation, and there's... They don't change directions. Like, they're con- continuing in the same plane the whole it's time. A pretty, but... It is a pretty fl- straight flight towards that ship. Yeah. Um, they they kind of that. make some jukes and jogs around one or two yeah. ships, but they're pretty flying. Yeah. It, it's their mission to get on that ship, though. So you're going to make take the straightest course possible. Yeah. yeah. Um, so 1-1 one, one so far. Uh, second question. Appendage lost count. And okay, we're not hang on. Uh, yes. including Can we droids. go back to the last episode real oh, quick? Oh, here oh, we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I feel like you screwed up again. And I think oh, come you, you, you want to defend C-3PO against uh, uh, an amazing Wookiee, but you discounted him again in that episode. Is the head not an appendage? You counted the head as an appendage for, yes. G- for, Django, for Django, but you don't count it for C-3PO? C-3PO's he's a droid. head gets knocked off in the... What? Yeah, he, he's a droid. Oh, but he's, a, he's, a, he's an important character. You never once said droids don't count. You said well, important I'm saying characters. it right now for this question. Droids don't count. Oh, f- so for this episode, droids don't count. Correct. Well, that screws up my count because I was counting pretty maliciously as I watched <laughs> this episode. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm gonna, now I, I have to go through I'm, the entire I'm gonna, list. I'm going to go with one... Wait, wait. Two. Does Grievous count as a droid or a human? Yeah, see that, which is which is interesting because <laughs> Grievous Pete's definitely counted him as as he's definitely counted him as counting. Uh, for sure, for this episode, it is kind of because Grievous, Grievous has today. mechanical parts, but he was a human and he still has human organs. Well, he wasn't human, but well, okay, <laughs> sorry, he has living anatomical organs and was once a living organism so we're counting grievous okay so i'm going with uh counting them out in my head i've got one two three four yes five six okay seven eight nine okay um nine for sure okay and not counting droids 
not counting droids. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think that's all I can nine come up with. One, I think two, I'm gonna go with nine. Carl, what would your guess be? Carl's struggling to get nine. Six. <laughs> Use your toes. I don't know where you're getting the ninth one from. Okay. Hmm. All right. Well, no. you make your you make your incorrect guess of eight. Yes. I'll that, say nine. Pete will probably say no. It's actually eleven because if you look very closely <laughs> in the background of scene um, seventy three, you'll notice that. But then hey, scene uh, seventy three is pretty key. It's it is. Uh, but but do you know what scene seventy two is? It no. Uh, uh, I, I'm just gonna go with eight so eight. that this doesn't get dra- okay. dragged. Is, out. Is, uh, is nine is nine correct? No, it's ten. Okay, so, I will go through mine. Well, let me actually then, let me just go through the answer. Let, just yeah, let him go through, and we what? can just say. And okay, then you okay. and you'll just tell me what the tenth one is. Tell me the one I missed. Well, yeah. Well, you tell me yeah. what you missed. So Dooku has two. Are we in agreement? Yeah. Okay. Windu Three. lost an arm. Are Three. we in agreement? Three. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah, go back. Head. Hang on. That's Hang nine. on. Right. Hang on. Dooku, Dooku has three. <laughs> Dooku loses both hands and his head. Yeah. Oh. So eleven. So that's that so eleven. My count to nine. I didn't count his okay. head. Okay. Yeah. So it's actually eleven. So sorry. Dooku has three. Windu okay. has one for four. Okay. Grievous hand. has two hands lost or whatever. So for yeah. six. Yeah. Anakin lost three limbs. Three limbs. Yeah. So that's nine. Uh, and then Yoda so decapitated the... two stormtroopers at the end of it, Order 66. Whoa, 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 whoa. They're not essential characters. Okay, so if hang on. I'm counting the Carl, two stormtroopers, then you have to count Carl, all the other guys. Carl, so we're, so we're I counting... didn't say essential characters. I just said non-droids. Well, okay, but if you're counting those two, sure. then you have to count the ones that were delimbed and decapitated out front of the Jedi Temple. Hmm. How many yes. were actually decapitated? Oh, and it, uh, oh, um, Yoda decapitates at least one of them. Yeah, I think. Okay. If I remember right. I'm not. I don't remember. I that we'd have to review because I'm not entirely sure you're right on that. But it's either way, you are both below the answer. Wow. So, uh, but I mean, I guess when the when the rules are. <laughs> inconsistent and relatively unclear hey yeah you keep changing stuff that's not fair changing the rules is the only way to go wow okay so we're so okay but non-droid so again we're counting but we're not counting geonosans right see so yeah that, that was a different question though so there's, that was but, last but there's movie's no question no way to like all right all right hey all right. if hey. i asked cookie cutter questions that would be boring because you guys would get them that's true. What's your next question? It's the last one, so it's a tiebreaker. Here we go. Good. Good. <laughs> Over under uh, the number of clone trooper suits that were used in the making of Revenge of the Sith. And I set it at seven and a half. Oh, this, so, is, this is a behind the scenes thing? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so what, sorry, say that again. Over under seven. Yep. Clone Storm trooper. Clone trooper uniforms that were used in Revenge of the Sith. That were built? No, that, that were that worn. actors wore. Okay. Were there more than seven on screen that were actually made and not CG? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna say one. Okay. 
Uh, I'm going to say more no. than seven, but I don't know. I'm, I'm going to guess well, a number. See, what's difficult is I think it's a surprisingly low number, but I also <laughs> understand, like, in filmmaking, you don't make one of anything. Mm-hmm. But he's saying on screen. No, I know, but I'm... Yeah. Uh, so so but essentially... Still, something gets scuffed, so, something. So, it's, I'm going to say under. So I'm, I'm you're Brady say saying under, Carl saying over. Yeah, yes. essentially. Okay. So Brady is correct. So Brady wins the trivia. And I read this in multiple different places and it seems foreign, but it what I the commonality was that I found every clone trooper in the film is CGI and not a single clone costume or helmet was featured in the movie. Uh, really? Not okay, one. The costumes may be, but there's definitely like the troopers themselves aren't all CGI. Right? Like what what about when Commander Cody has his helmet off and he's talking to Obi-Wan and returns his saber? Yeah. I know it seems weird, but what that I read was weird. not a single costume or helmet was in the movie. Okay. Yeah. It seems odd for it's, that scene. But it seems he must be in a odd. green suit? He's got it. Well, yeah, he'd have to be in a green suit. All yeah. other troopers make sense. Yeah. Except for that one. But you think I, there would hey, be like at least a yeah, couple like, just to hold. Yeah, yeah. Like in that scene where like, Cody's like holding his helmet. Even even like the temple, the march on the temple scene where Darth Vader's marching up the stairs and there's a whole right. bunch of behind him. Like yeah. a scene like that, in my mind, is how easier. that would normally do is you'd have like the first row or <laughs> first two row of actual be, right. people and then, and then they just copy and paste them yeah. CG right. ones yeah. back. Right. But anyways, to make yeah. them all CG, I guess, is cheaper because you don't have to hire as many extras. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so what you watch this week, Carl? Oh, mm. okay. So I got a... a extensive list here because i kind of just it's been a binged. while since i've been on the show no, and i don't watch week. a lot of this, movies no, this week so i like since carl i haven't watched the last seven movie. days this week. one i'm gonna movie. give you i'm gonna give you the entire list oh, no real quick carl but a couple notables because right. these are really good movies. all right fine so i've i watched despicable me one and three i watched star yep. wars one through three. Oh, nice i watched Zombieland two in the theaters with my Ooh. wife a few weeks ago that was a fun movie. It's was it good? Not, it's not as it's one of those not as good as the original, but it's okay. not like like if I gave Zombieland one an eight, this one's like a seven point seven. Fair enough. So yeah. it, it's just just below. The, I think what keeps it from being on par for mm-hmm. me was there was one moment in the movie near the end that it felt like they were building up to the whole movie. And then it ha- the thing they were building up to happened, mm. and I was like, "Wait a minute did did this happen?" Right. Like I I literally all practically missed it. Like I even turned to Emily and I was like, "Did, <laughs> did he did this happen?" And they're like, "Yeah, th- that th- this they had this conversation." I was like, "Oh, but they didn't do the like the thing that they were doing for all these other scenes to build up to it at that at that moment." So mm. it felt kind of. Mm-hmm. A miss. It felt like a if a, a miss for me, but hmm. it was still a really good movie. Cool. Uh, I watched The Sixth Day. Uh, I watched Marwin, which was a really mm. good movie. That looks interesting. Seen that. Well, welcome to Marwin. Yeah. Welcome to Marwin. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's a really fun movie. I watched Solo on on a kind of a oh, recommendation good. Good. from Brady. Nice. I would consider it a really fun heist movie. Mm. Even though it has Star Wars elements, it doesn't feel like a Star Wars moment. No, and and, and and I was it thinking it doesn't fit well was, with the universe but for me. See, okay, and that's fair. Yeah. I was thinking about this because I just recently this week I watched uh, Solo as well. Oh, nice. And and I um I I 
What I realized is, to me, it doesn't feel like a episodic Star Wars. It doesn't feel like a Skywalker saga film, which mm. is fine because it's not. No, and and I it's just realized, like, what a credit to the universe of Star Wars that you can give me different, like that. Really, you could give me a, uh, you could give me a straight up spinoff romance film. You could give yeah. me a straight up spinoff prison heist film. Yeah, you right. could give me a straight up spinoff. Um, uh, what are other you know? Yeah, what are other types? Blank. The man, yeah. the Mandalorian is kind of like a spaghetti western type, yeah. you know. And mm-hmm. so, and 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 just what a credit to realize that there are stories that are happening inside of this galaxy yeah. that aren't. Jedi, so, Star Wars, Stormtrooper, Emperor. Yeah, and I want to, I want to, I want to hear those stories. I love like if you look at my bookshelf, I've got a ton of extended universe stories. I have, I have a six novel uh, storyline that's based around a specific type of clone trooper called Clone Commandos, who are mm. so cool, mm-hmm. um, and about. They're like the first it's the, the first book takes place in Battle of Geonosis and mm-hmm. the last book takes place during Order 66 and cool. a little bit after. Like it's yeah. so like I like those stories. Yeah. Solo isn't one of those stories I wanted or needed. Okay. Mm. And that's and fair. For, okay. so, so the the there are two really kind of cool redeeming points of the movie for me mm-hmm. was I liked the last few scenes the scene where han shoots first is super redeeming because it's like yeah han always shoots first and this is why yeah sure and the other one was when he wins the sabbat game yes i thought that was really good yeah because because it kind of it it nicely sets up why lando thinks he like is is upset about it and Mm -hmm. so there are a bunch of people it's it's not an unpopular thread on the internet right now people wanting a a sequel to the solo movie Mm. um that would basically and that's fine (laughs) that would that's not my choice but that would basically still watch it it. you'd still watch it Uh, you watch this one i watched this one just because you said it should be watched and well, okay, so if I feel like it, the second I, one should I, be watched. I feel like I didn't need to watch it. But no, I, and, and so basically, and, and so that one would revolve around uh, going a little bit more into depth to Kira's involvement with um, Darth Maul as a, syndicate. As a mm. portion of See, and I don't Crimson need Dawn. Um, and it, it would show us, um, no, you don't need like, it. I think but, like the Clone Wars, like in terms of Darth Maul's story, the Clone Wars TV show does a a better oh, sure. job and is a better place for them. Um, and it would also give us the story around um, the spice run that he does for Jabba going incredibly mm-hmm. south. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and why and how that all, you know, so that once we, so that when we end up in <clears throat> a new hope, we know exactly. And he says, you know, even I get boarded sometimes. Yeah. And you go, oh, yeah. Yeah, you do. That's a rough. <laughs> yeah. That's, we know just how much yeah. trouble you're in. So, yeah. So I, I watched Solo. Not a fan. Okay. It's probably That's the worst fun. Star Wars movie for me. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. I watched Joker. Okay. Last cool. week. First time. Nice. Yep. We watched it in theaters last week. Um, mm. I, I listened to your podcast about it before yeah, going nice. in. So I was. So which one of us do you side with? Mm. Uh, what do you mean? You have to well, Pete. Pete me a so, bit. so I think it's, I think it's disturbing but incredible, mm-hmm. and right. I will definitely be purchasing it in January when yeah. it comes out. Pete 
doesn't think he'll ever watch it again. He didn't hate it, Probably but he not. doesn't think he'll ever watch it again because yeah. it's just too I would, dark. I would fall view. somewhere in the middle. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to go out and buy it, but right. I would watch it again. Yeah. And okay. I, it was, it was a good movie and it definitely, so I didn't, haven't watched it twice, but mm. listening to your, an in-depth review of it, you mm -hmm. kind of feel like you do and you, all the plot points are kind of spoiled. Right. Mm. So going in and watching it, quote unquote a second time kind of hmm. it was it was very much like it had that um uh book of eli feel to it right where like with book of eli you watch the whole movie the very first time and you realize spoilers yeah Oz, he's blind <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you're like no you're 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 full of crap you're making me feel like an idiot and that's just a stupid yeah. hook but, but the, then you watch it a second time, and you're like, "Oh, yeah, oh yeah, it's legit." Yeah. So, so the Joker thing, watching Joker, don't spoil kind Joker of a second time. It feels a lot like that. It, yeah. It's like, oh, mm. oh. Yeah. So, like a lot of the scenes, right. like when he's in the comedy uh, um, house doing mm -hmm. a stand-up bit and and uh, hanging out with this yeah. girl, don't and, spoil and some here. other stuff like that. You're like, oh yeah, this. This makes mm -hmm. sense. Like yeah. they're not just stringing yeah. you along to throw you yeah. a, a hook at the end. Yeah. Cool. No, no, um, no. And then my last movie last I movie. watched and my recommendation is a Netflix movie called I Kill Giants. I Kill huh. Giants. Okay. It's a really? very cool um, sort of there's a uh, it's a very cool story about a girl who's got some trauma and and uh, kills giants. It's cool. it's pretty cool. Cool. I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um it felt a little slow at points, but it was a good fun ride. It was a good watch. Cool. So I Kill Giants on Netflix is my recommendation to you if I right. to do that. So. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pete, what did you watch? All right. So I finally watched Baba Hotep as recommended by Carl. Yes. <laughs> I gave it a five out of 10 because I didn't hate it. I just thought I'd like it a bit more. Um, I think it was just. Yeah, but your your reviews are weird. It's, it's, <laughs> no, not at all. Um <laughs> I think if I think if it was just about Elvis, like a guy who was Elvis and like his roommate or his, you know, friend who thought he was JFK and there was some type of adventure that they went on, I think it would have been okay. But just it was like a little much when they were then like, and I know that's in the title and it's the whole part of the story, but just the fact that there were like the mummy involved and the curse component, I thought adding the supernatural element into it was just like one too many ingredients and there was a little too much going on for me. So I didn't hate it. I just thought I'd like it more. But it was a so, cool hang, movie. Hang on. Can I ask you a question about your review system? Please. Does it not take into account uh, the type of movie you're watching? So, f like, mm -hmm. for me, sitting down to watch Bubba Hotep, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm expecting a sci-fi B-movie comedy <laughs> romp. Right. Right, like yep. I, I'm sitting down and I know what I'm getting, yep. which makes it more enjoyable because of what it is. I have gotten the impression doing this show with Pete <laughs> that uh, his his measuring rod, like all all films, are kind of held up against could this win an Oscar, <laughs> right? And it's like this kind of like like what is the level of sort of a Cisco and Ebert he, rating he, system? He, he seem, while well, he seems to associate sophistication and and strong story with quality movie i won't argue with that but 
to answer um, Carl's question, one of my, and I am planning on publicizing this scale. I just haven't had a chance yet. One of my indicators or one of my scoring critiques is did the movie achieve its intended goal? So if it's a funny movie, was it funny? If it was supposed to be heartwarming, was it heartwarming? If it was a B-grade sci-fi movie, did it achieve this well? So I do take into account what kind of movie it is. So on that part of your rating system, where did this movie score? Because mm. for me, it, it would max it out. Yeah. It, it does what it seeks out to accomplish. Uh, it, it got like... It got a five out of ten in that category. What? Okay, move, moving on. Oh, yeah, I, I think Carl, Carl, we got to move on here. Uh, Brady, I watched your recommendation of Seventh Heaven. Yeah, you're uh, welcome. F- fascinating. Just, um, it's fascinating to look at how far cinema has come. Yeah. Just, just like, just quality of film, sound, even just sound, and having voices with, like, the acting as it's going on. Just. It's amazing. And if you even look at, and I know this is a favorite movie of yours, because this movie is from 1927. If you look at what happened in the 12 short years between this movie and The, and, um, and the, the Wizard War. of Oz in 1939, oh, right. just yeah, sure. mind-blowing. Um, yeah. It was an okay movie. Um, I, like, I, I guess just I got a little lost in it partway through, and I was wondering what more needed it's, to be said it's, it's long for the film yes. that it is yes yeah yeah I, i'd agree with that but it, it still has some interesting points of just like life love everything being interrupted by war i feel like the feminist society of the world would cringe when watching this movie sure um but it was it's just interesting just to look at cinema and how far we've come i as far as older movies i would recommend say like citizen kane or gone with the wind or wizard of oz is old cinema that has held up to like modern day and we can watch it and still appreciate it but uh, they don't drag as much yeah but it was still an interesting often when i watch older movies i find they they seem to take their time telling the story sometimes yeah Yeah. you guys have talked about this and they go into detail but there was another older movie you guys brady watched watched vertigo Vertigo. it was like a taxi ride that took like the 27 streets to get to where they were going the worst movie older movie that i've watched and it's not really that old in terms of cinema Mm -hmm. that does that is the original max Payne. yeah Mm. like it's it just seems like 75% 75% of that movie has to is explain just him everything driving around. Yeah. 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 And it's it, it's there's like no dialogue no it's just him driving around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like Yeah, they can't uh, they can't allow they can't allow <laughs> the scene. the viewer to understand, okay, this is he drove here. It's like, no no no, we must show you and then he made a left. Right. And not just and then, show you, but like yeah. let's show you mm. all the turns he makes. What else what else did you watch, Pete? Uh the only other thing I've really watched was Contagion. Um, okay. Do, have you seen it? No. So that will be my recommendation to you. It's kind of a quasi recommendation because it was actually Sounds recommended like to me movie. by a former guest in Matthew McLennan. So I watched it. Okay. It was interesting. It has so many actors that I enjoy, so I'm gonna recommend it to you. Alright, yeah. cool. It sounds like a zombie movie. Um it it's like an movie? apocalyptic movie, but actually sorry, it's like a disease movie because the world actually okay. doesn't end, but um Okay. Yeah. Uh all right, cool. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. What did you watch, Brady? All right. There we go. Uh, I watched... I <laughs> He's watched, been waiting for that. I yeah. watched Bubba Hotep. 
Nice. Uh, so, so because uh, Pete's not good at giving past context here, apparently. Mm. Uh, Bo- Bubba Hotep is a film that uh, Carl recommended to us last time he was on the show. Right. Um, a couple months ago. And so I, I would give it a... I would get a, give it a seven out of ten. Um, there we go. That's I, a little better. Yeah, it uh, <laughs> it's still kind of your system, it's, Pete. <laughs> it's still kind of it's and and well, and I think what saved it for me is like it's it's still it's definitely stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but I went but I went in expecting stupid, right. and I think that that's where you and I differed. I think you right. went in. Um, yeah, expecting you know. Yeah. Oh God, I, I I didn't see I didn't see that ending coming. That was so beautiful, and I was like, yeah. no, no, no. This is this is. Yeah. I knew going in. It's like it's like watching Pee Wee Herman. Mm-hmm. It's like watching The if Jerk. You, you, you go in yeah. knowing this is trash. If you know Bruce Campbell's work, <laughs> yeah, and the the B movies he makes, that is it. Like if you watch the uh, the the um, Hello, My Name Is Bruce that I also told you about. Yeah, like it's the same campy, same rompy. Thing demon fighting nonsense yeah. it's hilarious it's fun like the evil deads are like that as well yeah um they're probably the the pinnacle of that kind of oh nonsense, for sure but mm. for sure yeah it, that that that's that is what the movie is and if you go in expecting that you should give it more than a five out of ten <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> i so i also watched um aladdin 2 return of jafar Ooh. what yeah wow yeah okay Disney well, because yeah, Disney Plus, yeah. So I, I, our third, our third episode ever was a review of the original Aladdin, right? Uh, which was my first exposure to the original Aladdin. Oh, that's so I, right. I, I, I was like, about that. yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was like, okay, well, you know, oh, maybe it's time okay. to maybe the sequel is just as good. Maybe it's time to see this a little bit further. I would, you know, honestly, I would, I'd give it a. I'd give it a six out of ten. I'd wow. give it higher than a five out of ten. I, I've never seen it. Um, <clears throat> Okay, yeah. it's again go in expecting a straight to DVD or a straight to TV sure. sequel, yeah. um, and then and then again that diminishes some of the disappointment. Right. I watched Rogue One. Oh, cool! Uh, which is uh, so good. Yeah, like I I forget just how it, it good. good every time i watch it i love it that much more <laughs> and i love the fanfare i love this the 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 score for it um that it starts out and it sounds like the traditional star wars fanfare but then it it like it throws a left hook in there yeah. uh and then i watched solo a Star Wars story, nice. um, which I am doubling up on my recommendation, uh, and I am recommending that to you. To be honest, you sent me a screenshot of a st- movie yeah. you were watching, and I've been you ha- hoping that was what you were recommending. Yeah, because you haven't seen it. No, and I'm actually now, no, okay. just because of like the hype of Carl watching it and you like hinting that yeah. you might recommend it, I actually kind of want to watch it, so I've never been yeah. more so, ready. So, solos, solos, that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hyped it for you, because I, I feel like I... My Trashed what I it. said about it isn't hype. It down. <laughs> uh, so so Carl Carl seemed very excited. I was chatting with Carl last mm. night. He seemed very excited about who he was going to give a shout out to. Oh. Um, so okay okay. So I'm going to give a shout out to Jeremy Toman. Nice. He's been shouted out before. Yeah. yeah. But I'm fails I'm to watch give a the shout show. out to him because he doesn't watch the show. So really? I'm going to keep with the trend of oh, yeah. shouting out people who don't watch the show. Yeah, yeah. Let's shame. Let's shame people. Shame people yeah. who listen. I've got, so yeah. here's an idea because the episode's already long. What if we have a rapid round? We each, Carl and I each get 60 seconds to, uh, I'll go my thoughts on Jar Jar. Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, at this point, it's almost a two-hour episode, so there's no, you know, there's. Uh, All right. Yeah, yeah. So, so do a quick, do a quick thing. Uh, Carl goes first. Pete goes second. Sure. I'll kind of give my view on it. Sure. Uh, and then we can, we will still unpack it a little heavier sure. in the yeah. the bonus content. Right. So, if you like what you hear now, let me. I'll, I can just give my thoughts rapidly, and then I can let Carl respond to them, and then he can give his thoughts. Was that okay? Okay, sure. Okay, sure. Ooh, Pete wants Pete wants to have the first word. Are you okay with that? Yeah, Carl? I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll let Carl kind of collect things. Okay. Ding. Yeah, he he started this mess, so he ding can, yeah. and ding. fight. Okay, so I'm just gonna go through a few thoughts. Uh, first, are focused on Chewie's shortcomings. Okay, Chewie threatens to kill others when losing board games. He's petty. Um, he didn't fix. <laughs> he didn't fix. <laughs> And so, actually, I should preface this. These, these are from a YouTube wa I watched a video I watched from Nerdy Show Live, so the credit goes to them. But Chewie didn't fix the hyperdrive. He put C-3PO together improperly, and he was captured in the most obvious snare trap of all time by the Ewoks. Okay. Um, my next point is Jar Jar's bravery in the prequels. Okay. He risks his life returning to his own people because he was banished and bring jeopardizes himself even more by bringing an outsider in Qui-Gon Jinn for the betterment of his entire planet of Naboo. My next point is Jar Jar's loyalty. Jar Jar offers his own people. He offers his own people for to fight to the death to help Queen Amidala's starving people while Chewie is reluctant to escape into a trash compactor because it smelled funny. <laughs> Jar Jar in episode one is on the front lines of the battle fighting the good fight while Chewie in A New Hope comes in at the very last minute when everyone else has been slaughtered and taken the front line when all the risk is gone and then he fires a couple shots and then he leaves. My final point final point is more just about Jar Jar and his story and his character himself and specifically his ascent. Jar Jar starts off as a banished citizen, becomes a war hero, then becomes an important part of the Senate. That in itself is just impressive and the people that argue that he was an idiot, he ruined the Senate because he was manipulated the very scene where Jar Jar was manipulated to give emergency powers to Palpatine, there were two Jedi in that room, in that conversation. Not just like new guys on the job Jedi. Mace Windu and Master Yoda were there. So I think it's a little unfair to blame Jar Jar when two Jedi Masters let this happen. And that's all I have to say. Okay, your time is allotted, and now <laughs> Carl Eastman will be allowed to give his rebuttal. Mm. Your 60 seconds begins now. <laughs> <laughs> Very professional debate we have here. Okay, uh, so Jar Jar is all the bubbling, bumbling buffoon people take him for, right? In the middle of a stampede, what is he doing? He's standing still, looking around, what do I do? And he to the point where somebody has to run him to over to save him. Why is he even banished from his his colony at all? 
because he's clumsy. How clumsy do you have to be to be banished? How much of a buffoon do you have to be to be banished from your people? Um, Pretty, he's also yeah, yeah. he can't mm. he can't keep a straight thought in his head. Mm. He's he's very much like the dog from Up. Ooh, squirrel. Because <laughs> when they're first leaving the colony in the underwater submarine, mm-hmm. he's carrying on a nice conversation, mm. and then he goes, "Ooh, cooperfish." Mm. Yeah, um, I guess. Again, with the clumsiness, like he goes to jump off that bridge to help. <laughs> Not, he's not trying to help with the fight, but he like right. he like gets hung up. If he's not a Sith Lord, he's a clumsy idiot, right? <laughs> and mm. uh, when we were we were having a conversation about this off podcast mm. a little bit, and you were saying like he's he's mechanically inclined, he's helping fix the pod racer. Mm-hmm. If if you're working in the shop with your son, you're gonna let him tighten a few bolts. <laughs> that doesn't make him a mechanic. He, right Chewbacca is a mechanic he might not have fixed the hyperdrive Mm. but at the beginning of um at the beginning of uh, episode five Mm. when they're on Hoth he's on top of the Millennium Falcon fixing it Mm -hmm. Han leaves and says just fix it Mm -hmm. he leaves Han to fix it he knows how to fix spaceships right he's 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 he might have baser instincts that take control and cause him to fall for obvious traps. Mm. But he is very intelligent and a very capable fighter (laughs) to your point about, um, uh, Jar Jar being, uh, a brave warrior in the final scene of episode one, literally everything he does is a danger and a complete fluke but also a danger to himself and his own people. Everything. I watched, I want like, he swings that blue ball around like a hammer throw <laughs> and several of his own people have to duck so that they don't get their heads taken off. <laughs> Everything he does is like, it's, it's, a, it's a miracle he doesn't kill somebody on his own team. And in, in episode two, He's practically he in my opinion he's a different character altogether. Mm. He, his gait is different, the way he carries himself. The only thing that makes him the same is the way he talks, but his entire species talk species talks that way. Hmm. Right? Yeah. And as far as being fooled by the Sith Lord, that's that's a valid point and I don't like I ac- I actually I dislike Jar Jar the way most people dislike Jar Jar in episode one. Mm. In episode two, he is he is a completely different character in my eyes, and I actually like him. Hmm. Like I think he okay. is somewhat of a hero in episode two. Cool. Because he does step up and call for the creation of the clone art. Well, he doesn't call for the creation. He no, but yeah. gives supreme powers to the Chancellor. Like hmm. I would in this in the second one, he is more he is a kind of a more heroic character but like just the way he he acts and carries himself he's a completely different character in my mind like he's mm. you can say he's got he's had character growth but it's more than character growth cuz 
you don't you're not you don't be a clumsy idiot that's banished and almost kills your entire okay sorry your your 60 seconds are up long ago (laughs) uh and you can talk about more of that in the bonus episode uh i am and my argument is i think you're both dumb um <laughs> that's uh that's all there is to that that's valid. uh anyways thank you again carl for coming thank you for listening to this uh two-part mm, episode thanks carl. um and uh thank you again to the sponsor of this episode ep- ep- episode 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 mm-hmm. Thank you for the sponsor of this episode, Tim DeArmond, media sales consultant. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you want to find his uh, information and LinkedIn page, it is down in the show notes below. I went to high school with him. Nice. Until next time. Uh, I am not Roger. Mm. No. Rabbit? Roger, Roger. Uh, Roger, Roger. Roger, yeah. Yeah. Roger, Roger. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.